Welcome to the 5am grind. Our mission is to create content to help you pursue your dreams in entrepreneurship or land that dream career. Tune in every week to get insights on mindset, goal setting, lifestyle, and exclusive interviews from leading entrepreneurs and business leaders across the country. gonna be episode four episode four it's, episode four can you believe that horace it's making hard to the believe. most of the end of 2020 yeah so what do we have in store today so what do we have so i was thinking for this episode we talk about following your passion um is it a myth you know um how do you find your passion can your passion change over time does it stay consistent or does it change and uh if you uh if you can't follow your passion, what are some other options that you can do? So I thought we'd cover some of these topics. So is following your passion a myth? How do you find your passion? And I'm looking down because I'm looking at my phone because I don't want to forget <laughs> the questions. Um, how do you find your passion? Can your passion change? And instead of following your passion, if you're not able to follow your passion, what else can you do? So how does that sound? So you following kick it your off? Pa- I'll kick it off. So <laughs> is following your passion a bit of a myth? I'd say it's sort of mixed. And the reason why I say that is because um, a lot of people, you know, when you're young, they tell you, hey, you should you should go ahead and do whatever you like. For example, if you want to be an astronaut, go ahead and become that. That's good advice. Like if I, I, I applaud, you know, having ambition, mm. people should have ambition. You should follow whatever the hell it is that you want to do. Um, but, you know. There is some sense of uh, you need a bit of a reality check too, yeah, right? Because not everybody is going to become an astronaut. Yeah. Not everybody, when you're nine years old, you don't know what your skill set actually is. You don't even know if you'll amount to becoming an astronaut, yeah. if it's suited for you. Um, so I think that childhood passion type of thing, when people say, hey, go ahead and pursue whatever you want, it's, uh, it's a bit misleading. It's a bit misleading. I mean, I've always kind of worked under the philosophy of yeah. Um, do what you have to do so you could do what you want to do. Okay. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I agree with the fact that, like, uh, s- not everybody could be an astronaut. Not, uh, not everybody could be an N- NBA player. Not yeah. everybody could be any of those things. Right. Um, there's a very small percentage, but just because, um, for example, you're watching, like, at the NBA all the time, you think yeah. that, oh, it's like, always in your face. Exactly. You're reminded I'm, I'm of I'm five it. foot something. I'm not, yeah. like, for me, for example, I love basketball, yeah. but I know, like, yeah. most NBA players, statistically speaking, are six foot something, right? Yeah. So there's no way, even if I was really good, yeah. and there are guys who are five yeah. foot something who are really good, that aren't going to make it to the NBA. So mm. it doesn't matter how passionate you are about it. Um, you got to be somewhat realistic about your goals. Um so what would you say then? Is be following your passion a complete myth or can you, um, can you sort of follow it over time? Do you become, uh, does, your, does your passion stay static? Does it stay the same? Like if you liked basketball when you were yeah. nine, does that change as you grow older? I mean, I think uh, they should, it should change as you see more of life. Yeah. Um, it should change. If you're a kid and you're only watching basketball on TV when you get home, right. um, that's a large portion of your life. And so yeah. that's, the one thing that you're kind of aiming for, because that's in, within the realm of your understanding. 
but as you grow older, you should be pushing out and have encompassing more things about life, about existence, yeah, yeah, about society, yeah. and then using that to kind of fuel what your passion is about. Thing is, is the biggest dilemma here is yeah. the few dreamers yeah. who are crazy enough to have an idea, who yeah. are crazy enough to go for it and implement it, are the ones who change it for everybody. So I don't want to discourage those dreamers but at the same time yeah 99 of the uh, the people like just regular guys like you and me yeah are not going to be um superstars we're not going yeah. to be hollywood yeah, yeah. actors or anything like that yeah. right and at the end of the day you and me have bills just like anybody else and yeah. that needs to be paid it right? needs to be paid exactly so. exactly and i think with me I'll, I'll go back to my own story as well you know i initially started graduated from university started working in accounting right as you know yeah. Um, and you know what? I did that for three years and I thought, yeah, in university, if you had asked me, do I want to be an accountant? That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. I was passionate about uh, accounting and I wanted to work at an accounting firm. Um, but then funny enough, you know, life goes on and your tastes and your interests change, right? Because nothing really stays static. I got more interested in it finance because so I decided to move from accounting to finance, right? Because my passion and what I liked sort of changed. My Uh. interests changed over time. Um, so I'd say um, following your passion, definitely do it. But I'd say it's definitely not static, at least in my case. It might be for other people. Some people, you know, they want to be an astronaut when they're nine and they stick to it. Yeah. And, you know, uh, all the power to them. But some people, sometimes they go through life and they find different things and they sort of change their passion. I I agree. I don't think uh, when I went to, into law school that I necessarily wanted to be a lawyer. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was like a, a prudent decision that maybe mm-hmm. somebody around me had told me yep. uh, about and I was uh, pursuing it. But I feel like as I got older and I actually became a lawyer yeah. and, and there's a lot of misconceptions I had about the industry and about lawyers. But then when I found that I do have the chance to help people, it did become a passion. Yeah. Where if there's somebody who's in trouble... Um, I, and and I can you know use my know how to help them out even businesses right like yeah. I found one of the biggest things was and I'm going off on a tangent here yeah 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 um, I found that like uh, I didn't understand why um, you would want to hire for example a lawyer or another professional when you're starting a business with two partners to draft a, uh, a let's say a partnership agreement let's say hypothetically speaking yeah. Um, and I didn't understand why couldn't you work it out? But then you realize that as the business evolves, the needs evolve and everybody's expectations have to be set in the beginning. Yep. And if you're with a strong professional lawyer, whoever it is drafting these contracts, those difficult conversations have to, have to, they have to be had in the beginning so that in the long run, you can build that next unicorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that sense, it does become meaningful because you're not really looking at it from the legal side. You're looking at it from the people side. Right. Which is like, what are the different interests involved in all of this? And how are people going to come together? Yeah. What's the most ideal way to have these two, three, four people come together? Right. And given their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. For a business performance, that becomes very passionate for me. Yeah. So, so I guess for you, in your case, 
Um, you went to law schools. You never necessarily wanted to be like a traditional lawyer in that sense, but you enjoy like the work, as in like the negotiation, yeah. structuring deals, that yeah, type yeah, of thing, right? Yeah. I mean, you know what? Like, yeah. I, I, when we started undergrad, I, I I don't know if I was the best negotiator. I feel like now I, I do. I You've love developed it. that, yeah. yeah, over time. Yeah, yeah you become a good negotiator. And and and, and here's the thing. Sorry, yeah. not to cut yeah, you yeah, off. Yeah, go but, ahead, go ahead. Yeah. But like, had I decided something on my yeah. passion in undergrad, I wouldn't have come here. But Coming through that journey yeah. and going through that or taking that road that maybe I didn't know anything about and mm-hmm. I may have been scared and yeah, doing all yeah, those yeah. things. Yep. Now I found a passion that really does get me involved in in the negotiations, the deal making, right. the contract right. drafting, right. all of that stuff. Right. So that leads us to our second question of the day is how do you find your passion? How do you find it? You know, is it uh, just a dream when you're nine? Well, no, because I think, I think <laughs> yeah, that's a good segue into like yeah. that question. How do you find it? And I'd say, like, I don't know, to me, um, the way you find your passion is you got to stay open and be flexible and try new things, right? Because it's hard for you, for you as a kid, for example, let's say I'm talking to like, you know, someone who's 18 years old right now or 16, trying to figure out what they're going to do for the rest of their life. You know, even someone who's in their 20s, confused or 30s and doesn't know what they're doing in their career. I mean, I'd say like give it, give things a try, and then that's how you're gonna find out whether you like something or not. Because it's hard as an outsider. Let's say when I started working in accounting, it was hard for me to be able to say, yes, I truly like accounting. Although I did in university, I certainly liked it, which is why I pursued it. I did my CPA, worked at a big four firm, uh, got my experience. And then decided that once I had trialed it and been in it and actually done the work, I was like, well, this is not what I thought it would be. This is not what I really like. I want to do something else, right? So I think you got to give things a bit of a shot, right? To truly be able to say, yes, I'm actually passionate about this or no, this is not for me. Yeah, I feel like the other thing with passion or that conversation, there's a lot of pressure on a lot of people. From the beginning to know what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Totally agree. Yeah. And I think you don't have to be passionate. Like we don't you don't you're not passionate about one thing. I think the most important thing is to be curious. Yeah. And like you said, open, curious, and constantly learning things. Yeah. And then along the path in your career and your life, you'll find things that you're passionate about that'll bring meaning to you. Yeah. But right. you're always exactly. in that state of exploration and yeah. trying to understand new things, different things, how to do things differently. I think what you just said there is actually a really good point. You got to be open to figuring things out and trying different things. And, you, you know, it's through that that eventually you'll become passionate about something. Yeah. I'd say it's organically developed, yeah. right? Yeah. You can't be so close-minded and be like, I'm only passionate. I don't I like, I like photography. You know, I like to yeah. do photography on the side. I can't just be like, oh, photography is the thing. I'm going to, you know. I double down on this and do this 100%. No, I'm actually passionate about the stuff I do now, like helping people with their accounting work, yeah. with their taxes, helping them figure out complex business situations, forecasts, how to manage cash flow. That's stuff I'm really passionate about, yeah. right? Because I feel like I'm actually helping someone out and giving them uh, real-time advice to help them in their business yeah. or I their mean, personal life. And it's not the it's not like it's always going to be fun, though. No, sure no, when you're learning sure. it, right? You're yeah, like 100%. And you know, th- to that point, actually, I'd say any job that you have always has pros and cons. Yeah. Like anything, yeah. marriage has pros and cons. It yeah. never goes smoothly. Uh, being a son to parents is always yeah. has pros and cons. Everything has pluses and minuses yeah. in life. But you got to be able to be in, in a profession where you take all the positives and they keep you yeah. interested, right? And you're able to tolerate the negatives, right? Yeah. 
right? There are enough positives to keep you interested in that profession, and you can tolerate the BS that sometimes happens. Yeah, and right? it happens often enough. And I think a lot of people feel that, like, if you're passionate about something, you always have to be feeling good. Yeah. About it. No, sometimes so. you honestly, yeah, I'd say, like, how about running your firm? Some days, I'm sure you're like, frig, I don't want to do this type of work today. Yeah. So there's a lot of days where I'm like, well, this is a bit of a pain, but uh, you know, <laughs> it's not always do it. sunshine and yeah. rainbows. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. And you you got to cultivate the passion. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You got to cultivate. Because it. I feel like often enough, uh, when people say they're passionate about something, right, um, they're willing to dabble with it a few days, and then when they don't like it, they're no longer passionate about it. And I feel like that's not passion. Yeah, that's like your curious, not even curiosity, because you don't have the discipline to be properly curious enough to understand it in any kind of meaningful way. Yeah. But it is more like um, you had glamorized something in your mind. Yeah. And then when you kind of touched it, you realize, well, this is not as glamorous as I thought. Yeah. There's all these other pain points, right, right, and I right. don't want to do this anymore. Right, right, right. Interesting stuff. So, yeah. And and I feel sorry. Yeah. Well, like I feel like uh, the people who are passionate about something they always go through that phase where it's like, this is kind of annoying or this is painful, and they gradually build that relationship. There's the ups and downs. Yeah. And then, but because of the meaning that it brings to them, and and the amount of time that they spent on it. And, and what they've learned from it, that kind of drives that passion. Right, right, got it. So I'd say, so if you, someone was asking you a question where they would say, okay, so I'm, bound, I'm open to trying new things, right? To find mm. what I'm passionate about and what I like. How do you know, how much time would you give um, something, a particular job or a particular entrepreneurial venture <laughs> until you find out, <laughs> this is not for me <laughs> or I'm calling it quits too early? And I know it's not an easy uh, question to answer yeah. because it's very much a gray line, right? Like, how do you, when do you know when to stop? How far yeah. should you push? How would you say, how do you deal with that? So, what do you sort of draw oh the man, line? that's such a difficult... It's a, it's a difficult question, I know. But, but you know, yeah. it, is, it is a tough one. Because the biggest thing is, okay, yeah. when you say that, yeah. aside from the job or any kind of passion project somebody may have, the number one thing I think of is startups who are losing money and they may not know... Um, they're on the wrong track, right? You know, I mean, they may not know how they're going to become profitable. Profitable, right? Okay. So, yeah, there, there are plenty of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then, um, at what point? Like uh, every single business goes through that. It's not like any um, of these unicorns ever um, had that same direction from the beginning. They pivoted, right. right? When they saw different opportunities, they pivoted. It's yeah. Every single uh, or most of these unicorns have gone through that. So, what's the difference between? Um, knowing that I'm going to find something out later on mm-hmm. and, um, and, and once I figure it out, it'll be profitable versus this is never going to be good. I need to get rid of this get idea of it, and yeah. not throw good money behind bad money. Yeah, behind a bad idea yeah. or a bad passion. Yeah, yeah so. How, how would you draw that line? Yeah, because it's tough, man. It's, it's, really, it's really hard. I mean, it's right, hard now, yeah, right now, I look at like, to be honest, and yeah. then this is what I... So everybody's uh, socioeconomic uh, situation is different. Yeah. So when I look at like what businesses somebody should start, I look at the the type of resources somebody has. Yeah. Right. Um, resources, as in what's their level of education, what's their level of experience, what's their level of um, uh, there's capital resources, yep. any other resources, their network. It, there's a lot of factors that are, are involved in it. So, for example, if I'm looking 
to go into a business, I'm going to look at basically how big can this get? Yeah. Right. How big is this? Can I have, is there somewhere where I can make a meaningful disruption so that I can gain a decent amount of market share and be able to protect my market share over the long run and be the best within that industry? Is there some pain points that um, if I cover up, None of the competitors will be able to cover that up yeah. and I'd be able to get there faster mm-hmm. and be able to cover it for longer. So that's kind of my mindset. And would you say that those pain points are what would keep you passionate about yeah. that venture? It would be more right? like, it's like a, a, like a professional athletes, right? It's like yeah. you're practicing to like p- play your best. Perfect, yeah, yeah, to become the better, yeah. better and better. So I feel like business is like that for me, right? Yeah. Like you're like looking at it, you're right, looking at right, it as a right. player, not necessarily making money. That's actually a good analogy because yeah, I would imagine some basketball players, if you were to ask them, like, you know, everybody's dream, every kid wants to be an NBA player, they want to be an athlete, something like that. But at some point, I'm sure if you were to ask those players, dude, it's hard work, right? And I'm sure some of them would be like, dude, I don't want to get up this morning and do my workout, right? Everybody has their days like that, right? Some days I'm sure basketball players are like, frig, I got to do more work at the gym, right? After a while, that that passion that you are like, oh, I really like to play basketball in my backyard. I must be good at it. I can become an NBA player. After a while, when that turns into a job, like it's just a grind, right? And staying enthusiastic about it is tough. And what keeps you going is, like you said, it's about those incremental improvements and getting better yeah. at your craft, getting better at that particular line of work. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, it's really interesting. So, I, so we've talked about whether or not following your passion is a bit of a myth, right? And we said it's a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, we said your passion could change over time as well. You should be open to exploring things. Yeah. Um, what else would you say in terms of passion? Um, like in terms of a day-to-day stuff, how do you show your passion? Does it come across in your work? Um, how does it sort of affect the work that you do as an individual, you'd say? For me? Yeah. I would say that I'm constantly refining the process and the knowledge. Okay. I don't know if it shows yeah. up immediately, but over time, yeah. Um, if somebody were to come to me and ask me for a solution, yeah. Um, and if I were to give it easily, um, they may think, hey, listen, this person hasn't done that much, like, work for me yeah 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 when in reality it's been like the nights that i've stayed up beforehand yeah um to get to that process and to think about all the factors that go into it yeah that, right so it's basically when you are passionate about something you put effort in it you're not going to see it right away but over time yeah everybody else may notice it yeah I, exactly that's what i was getting to and i think and i think people in general and correct yeah. me if i'm wrong because you run a business quite successful you you know you you talk to clients every day um, I think in general, at least my perception is people and human beings are pretty good at calling out BS, Yeah. right? So if you aren't really passionate about something or not genuinely interested, mm. people can tell. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. Right? Because it's tough. It's tough to be able to BS when you're not really passionate yeah. about something. No, no, it's, 100%. It's really, it's really I agree. tough. It's really tough. But dude, before we move forward, I want to yeah. backtrack a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. I want to throw the question that I had answered previously back to you. Which one is this? When do you know you should be giving up your passion and moving? Ah, uh, yeah, I guess I didn't answer that. You that didn't one. answer that one. That one, uh, look, it's 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 a tough one. It's definitely, like you said, subjective and tough. A tough one to know. Um, I'd say maybe going again, going back to my personal experiences. I'm trying to think where, you know, at different points in my career, I started to sort of be able to say, okay, this is not working out. I should switch, right? Switch directions and go in a different direction, etc. Now. Uh, to remind a lot of the listeners and the viewers, 
Um, so I've made, I think, two key uh, career pivots, I'd call them, right? One was from moving from accounting to finance, and then now my recent pivot moving from finance to working at a tech company, okay? Yeah. So two major pivots. Um, and going back, so the first pivot I made was because I just wasn't passionate about the work in audit and working at a big four firm. I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, so I decided to switch and get into finance. Once I landed in finance, I really like the work. It's very interesting stuff, like, like 100%. I enjoy following the stock market. I still follow today. I still watch like things like CNBC, follow yeah. um, a lot of the newsletters I get in my inbox in the morning have to do with market-related and stock market news. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, the reason why you sometimes switch out of an industry like finance is it's not an industry that's growing, right? The industry, especially in Canada, when you look at it, is facing a lot of regulation, right? Fee, there's quite a bit of fee pressure as well. Progression as a finance professional, depending on what line you're working, of course, it's different if you work in private equity and different facets of the uh, yeah. of the finance world, at least in the facet that I worked in, in public equity markets at an equity research type of position. Progression is a little tougher because the business has quite a bit of pressure, right? So sometimes you can be quite passionate about something, but um, there are quite a few headwinds in that industry, so you need to be able to say, okay, I really like this, but um, it doesn't look like there's a lot of growth. So you kind of have to, it's, it's a bit of like a reality check. And you yeah. got to be like, okay, well, if I'm not going to grow here, and you know, fundamentally, I think as individuals, all of us want to grow. We'd like to succeed, take on bigger challenges, take on um, positions where we have initiative, where we yeah. can contribute. Um, so sometimes you have to be like, okay, I'm really passionate about this. I'm not going to be able to grow. So I need to switch. And that's why I switched into tech because the tech industry right now, I'm sure everybody knows it. Everybody's, uh, you know, everybody knows so, the wave in yeah. tech is something yeah. that's going to be, it's, it's quite strong disrupting yeah. really, you know, uh, permeating through every industry yeah. right now, no, especially very, the company you're working with Apple. They're really disrupting yeah. everything yeah. all the they, time. They, they seem to yeah. be doing it. Yeah, they seem job. to be doing awesome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but then, you're you're going back to your move out of finance. You're yeah. saying that you're passionate about it. Yeah. But correct. You're like long term, this is not something that I would have the career growth or I would remain passionate about in the future. Is that would, would that be fair well, to say? Well, yeah, I'd say once once you don't have growth anymore, like you your passion yeah. loses that that fizz, you know, yeah. that, that sort of spark yeah. that it had. You lose that after a while simply because like usually, like you talk to a lot of these young finance folks and even me, right? I was really passionate about the industry. I wanted to move up. I yeah. had like this trajectory mapped out for myself. Yeah. I thought to go here, here, here. But then you find out, geez, man, it's not what it's cracked out to be. And sometimes when you're really like your growth is sort of stunted and you're stuck at a certain place, you're like, ah, well, this is not really for me. I got to go. And I want to take things in a different direction. Yeah. So then it's safe to say though, Maybe finance is not the passion. Maybe it's like you just growing and taking on challenges. I think so. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah. I'd say that. I'd say that. Because as far as like, as long as I've known you, I don't think you're the type of person who kind of wants routine. Um, I see that you're always kind of trying to pick up new things. That is true. That is true. Um, I'd say, yeah, if I was to describe myself, I'm sort of a lifelong learner is, yeah. is the way I describe myself. And I think in today's industry, especially given how much disruption, how much change is happening in the world, um, I think it's important to have that. Like that's yeah. your number one marketable skill set. You got to be able to um, learn, rebrand yourself, take preconceived notions that you have in your head and also be able to challenge them and change them 
right? Yeah. Um, and in that regard, you know, like passions also change over time. Like you, you, it's hard to stay passionate about something when there's this much disruption in the world, right? Because yeah. like you could be passionate about the newspaper industry, but like Google, Facebook completely crush those yeah. industries right so I'm, I'm sorry you can't stay back you can be passionate about journalism but you got to like sort of change it up and do it some other way or unfortunately you know if the industry is shrinking you're not going to be a journalist you got to find something else right i mean you could be a journalist but you won't be able to put food on the table yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so. yeah it's, it's really tough it's really tough yeah yeah no yeah I, I guess so passion i feel like passion uh towards a career yeah um, I feel very few people have careers. I feel like very few people have that constant increase yeah. in like they're, oh, they're working at a company <clears throat> at least. <coughs> Sorry. So I feel like very few people have that, um, I guess, promotion every few years. Yeah. And they keep going up. That growth. That, yeah, that right. growth from yeah, that yeah, same yeah. place. Yeah. And with how quickly companies are um, starting, growing, breaking down. Yeah. The only way to survive is to be able to um, constantly, what you said, like pick up new things. Yeah. And that passion for growth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Should be like the underlying passion that anybody should have before they get into, before they're passionate about any other particular thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Like personal growth is yeah. what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. I guess, yeah, you got to have these values and these tenants that yeah. keep you uh, grounded and sort of like, that's sort of our they're your north star, you know. Yeah. Like if personal growth is an objective of yours or a passion of yours, you like learning new things, challenging yourself. That's like your north star and your guiding principle. Yeah. That's what you sort of use. Funny enough, you mentioned about people in their careers, and I hate to people to people who are employed on the spot here. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. Yeah. Do you think after a while, um, people are? We obviously said people takes time to sort of find your passion. You got to experiment, try new things, discover different paths to find what your passion is. Do you think passion eventually dies and people just become um, these these creatures of routine? Yeah. They just they go through the motions yeah. and just do that. I think uh, as you um, get older, your priorities change. So right. I feel like, so let's say you're passionate about your job or your career yeah, and yeah. you're going yeah. and you're, you're learning and all of that and yeah. then all of a sudden you plateau. That doesn't mean it's the end of the world. I feel like um, you could get married and have kids, and now you no longer want to be constantly be pushed at work because yeah. you're being pushed somewhere else. You've got to grow to understand how to raise a kid and all of that, and so your energy and time is kind of focused in on that or maintaining any kind of relationship or whatever. Right. So priorities do change. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's always that. So it's, it's not just about there's passionate about um, your – I guess what you do in terms of income, but there's what you do in terms of everything else that's still there. Yeah. So I, and, and that's why, for example, I feel like I had the bias, um, when I first got of, out of, uh, undergrad and I got my first job and I saw that, well, why is like so-and-so being in their like forties, fifties, wherever, yeah. they're only at this position. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, what are they doing? Are they waiting to, you know, die or whatever yeah, yeah. it is, right? Not crude. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> and then and then slowly I realized, well, no, they have other priorities. They have priorities. They want to go home and they want to see their children grow. They want right. to mentor them. And that takes a lot of time. It does. So that's where the growth is. I just don't see the growth, which is why I am because of my own fault. Yeah. Um, prematurely judging them. Yeah. But do you think those priorities take away from their passion? 
You know, like let's say they had a passion. I don't know what it was like to start some start some sort of a lifestyle business. Let's go yeah. back to that forty year old or fifty year old you took. Um, you, you thought about it, as an example. Do you think eventually um, they lose the passion for whatever it is that they wanted to do? If they wanted to start a business, etc., they crush it or suppress it because they have other competing priorities. I would say it's not that they got rid of the passion. Yeah, you could have passion to raise your kids. So the right. passion is on, in something else. Okay, so it changes. It, it changes. changes. Like the passion, right. like, okay, first I want to do well in my career so I can earn a living. Yeah. Once that is completed, maybe I don't, like, after a certain point, I'm I'm content with what I have, and that's a blessing in itself. Yeah. And now my passion is to raise these kids, and kids need a lot of attention and time um, to, if you want to mentor them and show them um, at least what you've learned from your existence yeah. and guide them for however for whatever you think is uh, kind of happening in the future. Right. So that becomes a passion. Right. It's not easy to raise kids. It's like, it's like one of the most challenging things. I'm oh, assuming I not yeah. that. What, what, I don't even have kids, but 100%, <laughs> yeah. man. I, I'm sure yeah. I was a brat to my mom. Yeah. I was a pain in the butt to raise. Um, yeah, okay, interesting. Interesting, interesting uh, point of view. No, because I say this. I yeah. say this because I see that, uh, um, and this is an interesting conversation. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to quickly go through this because I think we're running out of time. Yeah. But my sister recently, like, she kind of uh, messaged me and there was somebody from her MBA class that was doing really well. And she's like, I haven't done anything. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. a stay-at-home okay, mom so she with was, two kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So and, she was comparing herself to a classmate. Yeah. And I'm right. like, I'm like, you know, you you put in, my, my thought process was you put in more work than that person does to start that business. You're around the clock raising these kids and you're giving, trying yeah, to like dude. think about their diet. You're thinking about their sleep schedule. Yeah, raising a kid everything. is like one of the yeah. hardest things in the yeah. world. And you're making sure that they're hitting certain intellectual learning milestones, and you're giving them the proper challenges so they keep going. Yeah, yeah, so it's a lot yeah. of work, man. Yeah, in- interesting debate for sure. Interesting question. The, the last point I'll add, and maybe we can close with this. Um, I don't know. For me, like I look at it, I totally agree with you that your passions can change, and they can sort of switch because the priority is your passion. Um, let's say it was in your work, it goes to your family now. Totally get that. I do think, however, there is some percentage of the population that sometimes, you know, once they start a job or they start a particular career, they just stay in it. Then they, they just sort of yeah. suppress suppress their desire, that fire that they had in them that would that would uh, that would get them to, to sort of drive, start something, do something else, whatever. They just let that die inside. I, I think there is genuinely a, a, a certain portion of that. Mm. Maybe it's my experience. Maybe I've been, you know, maybe I'm a, yeah. I'm a douchebag and I judge people way too harshly. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But I feel like there are definitely some people who get, choose a job out of undergrad, just stay in it, and then that's, that's all they do. And it's perfectly fine. If you're happy, all the power to you. All the power to you, truly. Uh, mm. Because maybe that is the passion you found and you really like it. Uh, but I do feel that there is some segment of the population that sometimes just like lets their passion die out, or just lets that fire suppresses that fire and just you know takes life as it comes. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, hey, hey if you're happy, then um, who am I to judge? Yeah, yeah, all the power to you. <laughs> I guess, and then that is a good way to wrap up this uh, this podcast. episode. All right, thanks, guys. I guess uh, we'll see you in the next one. All right, Stay thanks tuned. for listening. Take thanks care. Thanks for guys. listening.